This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the NSAA High School Baseball Championships from Werner Park in Omaha on Friday, May 17th. Catch the Class C game at noon Central, Class B game at 3.30 p.m. Central, and Class A at 7 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. As we wrap up the show here on a Friday, I'm Ravi Lula, Andrew Rogers here with me. We are live on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities, and KFOR in Lincoln for this third hour. We appreciate uh, all of you joining us here today and hope you get off to a good weekend. Um, We are efforting Matt Verzal. We'll see if we can get a hold of him. But uh, in the meantime, man, we talked about all that's going on across the uh, metro and state in general. You know, that is kind of the one, and I know you're going to be at Omaha Hockey tonight. Mm -hmm. That is kind of the one bummer about kind of having a specific beat or something that you cover. Like, I would love, not that I don't love Creighton basketball and exhibitions, (laughs) but I would love to be able to get out to some Omaha or or, or some some Omaha area high school football games. I would love Um, to be in Lincoln watching state volleyball. Oh, absolutely. Um, Joining us now is our guy, Matt Verzal, former Husker owner of Paisons Pizzeria. Verz, what's going on, man? What's up, boys? How we doing? We are oh, doing. It's well. a Friday. Yeah, can't complain about a Friday. Uh, yeah, are you are you gonna be able to be out at uh, at Scut tonight, or is the is Pizons keeping you busy? Uh, we are looking pretty good right now. We got one that's kind of hinging on, so we'll see how they feel. Make sure their tummy doesn't hurt. Or <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a sniffle, but yeah. We should be able to make it over. Versus Scott, uh, great showing in the first round. 42-14, that final over Gross. Have Blair now on the docket. Blair won a close one over Plattsmith. Uh, also a dog in that game, so they kind of pulled off an upset. Um, what do you guys like uh, that you're doing well right now, and what do you think Blair offers that's going to be maybe a little tougher uh, to plan for in this game? Blair is – I think people kind of slept walk on Blair. Uh, Blair, very athletic team. They've got good size at, at the interior parts of, of their team. They, they've just got – they're very well coached. Um, for my guys up front, um, 79 for them, not a big fan of getting blocked. So <laughs> that will be a challenge for my guys. 53 is not far behind him. And then, you know, the, the – the things that jump out, number one for them, has a tremendous amount of speed. Their quarterback does a real good job of, of, of running their offense. He's not there managing their offense. He, he runs it very efficiently, so he's, he's impressive. Um, unfortunately, you know, they got a couple guys banged up. That Plasma-Blair game, Plasma plays a, a rough style football. Blair said, we're your huckleberry. We'll be waiting. And, and they, <laughs> they played a rough too. So it, it was – in games like that, though, you know, sometimes guys get, get dinged up. I think they lost one with a broken collarbone, and then Oof. 
they got another uh, number six for them is, is tough. He, he is a tough mug, and he is gonna he's gonna get after it tonight. So we'll, uh, we we got our hands full. We know that, and uh, we got to go out and, and just try to be the best version of Scott football in 2023 we can be. And, and if we do that, we'll let the cards fall where they may. Burrs, I know that you really value, you know, you mentioned some of the toughness of, of Blair there. I know you that's something you really value in terms of the, the mentality and attitude of football players. Has there been anybody on this Nebraska team, as we kind of shift our focus here, has there been anybody on this Nebraska team that you've particularly has particularly stood out to you in terms of their mentality and toughness? Uh, probably number two, Gifford. Mm. He... Um, he was one I, I was I was nervous about when it started. I was like, man, I don't know about this cat. Not quite sure. The things that I've seen him do on film don't really hit my eye right, which I don't play secondary, so that's probably a common thing. <laughs> but the way the way he's played the last you know two three games mm-hmm. is it, it's the way it should be done. It, it's a hundred miles an hour, but inside the system. Um, not out of place a whole bunch, makes good, you know, he has a couple huge pass breakups in some games. He makes some great tackles in games. I mean, he, he I think, is kind of the one they turn to for leadership on that defense. Just me watching communications in between plays, I, I don't know that for certain. But he's been one that, that, thankfully, I was very wrong about when it all started. So tip of the cap to him and, and everything he's got done this year. It's been fun to watch. Verse, as we look ahead to Michigan State tomorrow, earlier we did our three keys to the game for this matchup. What would you say are your three keys to the game for Nebraska? Um, my three keys. I would say number one would be defense, just do what you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two would be offense. Don't shoot yourself in the foot. Mm-hmm. And three would be special teams. Make the plays you're supposed to make. Meaning, don't get a punt blocked. Don't get a punt return for touchdown. If you're punting it to the right and it goes left, don't just assume it's going to the right. <laughs> Remember last time we were in East Lansing, that did not go well. Um, do all those little things. Don't Don't – you, you did block one last week. It was inside your system. Don't get crazy and rough a punter. And, and you know, if, if the opportunity is there, take it. But take it inside of your system. Don't don't get a silly penalty that's going to cost your team. And, and you know, if they can do that, there's. I mean, Michigan State, you, they can. They'll win that game if if they do those things. And I'm, and then at that point, Nebraska's got house money. They're going bowling, and they they got three games to go. Verz, you know, we've talked a lot this week, obviously, about gaining bowl eligibility and then, you know, some a little bit bigger picture of Nebraska and what they might be able to do beyond that. Um, how comfortable are you kind of thinking in those terms of, of hey, Nebraska's maybe got some things on the table at this point of the year that, that we didn't think were going to be there? Is, is that something you're even comfortable thinking about or is it really just about like, hey, let's get to six wins and then we can maybe talk about some other stuff? No, my brain doesn't work that way. They got <laughs> what all they got are four games. That's all they got. Because as their head coach said, 
every game on there we can win and every game on there we can get beat. So you ain't got nothing right now. And if you do get Michigan State, all you got are three more. And after those three are over, then you, you get one more. So they, your, your next play, next breath, next down, that's all you're thinking. You, you ain't thinking, you know, oh, man, we're going to go to Detroit. You know, you're, you're, you're thinking, hey, let's just go play. And every time we play, if we're the best version of Nebraska football we can be, now all we can do is earn more opportunity to play. And that's that's about all that's about all that that can get done. But at the end of it, when it's all over, and, and if you do win another one, and you do get to go to a bowl game, then then you can sit back for a week after the season's over. Like, man, we we got something going here. We're ahead of schedule. We're 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 playing with house money. So let's let's take advantage of this off season. Let's get everybody get better, get more athletic, get more agile, and now we can really kind of shake some things up. Verse, by no means is this us. You know, putting something in the air, you know, that something could uh, happen this weekend. You know, this team has struggled with injuries. But if there was someone to go down, who would you consider to be the worst loss for the team offensively or defensively at this point in the season? Uh, I'll, I'll, I, that was tough for me. I haven't played. Like, I don't. Mm-hmm. That's just bad juju. I will, I will exercise my fifth amendment. That is okay. <laughs> that is okay. So, so first, let me take uh, it off the table. Let me ask you about a guy that's come in and replaced uh, some of those guys that have gone down. Um, Justin Evans Jenkins. You know, obviously he came in at guard. He's a true freshman. He actually got some snaps at center as well. Um, how have you looked at his ability to come in and be a, a contributor as a true freshman? How challenging is that having played the position? Uh, it was something I thought should have happened. I, I've said it since spring ball that he should have been the guy. Mm. He, he's, he's got great feet. He understands leverage. He's got a mindset that he wants to be the best they got. And that's, that's pretty cool. You know, that's that's pretty 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 awesome actually because I, I people want to say oh he's short and he's this and he's that he's an ass kicker is what he is <laughs> like, he's got no problem going out and doing what he wants to do he's got no problem big small skinny tall whatever he wants to go at he'll he'll get after it so he's been one that, it wasn't surprising to me I think he he has the best feed on the offensive line. Verse, I want to. I'm going to switch my my former question into maybe a more positive angle. What could, or rather, who could the Huskers use back earlier than the rest of the injuries that are currently presented? Because yesterday we heard Coach Rule bring up Buford's name. We heard Billy Kemp's name, Deshaun Singleton, Nuri's name. Out of those four guys, who could the Huskers most use back earlier than the rest of them? Um. I would say any of your, you know, we didn't. I mean, are those guys receivers? Uh, Billy Kemp, Kemp, Billy, yeah, Kemp. Billy Kemp, yep, yep. Billy Kemp would be the the, the main one because I think they need Billy Kemp. If if used correctly, I think is your is your middle of the field short yardage mm-hmm. first down conversion guy and a guy that can um, take punts for you. Yeah, he'd be the one. 
Matt Verzal, we appreciate your time. As always, good luck tonight to you and Scott, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. And who else? Who else? Who else? Fight on Grand Island. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I forgot about the Islanders. That's my bad. Wow. There you go. Islanders to win tonight. I'm telling you, that 4 o'clock game, GI wins. There you go. He's calling his shot. prediction. That's Matt Verzal, former Husker owner of Pizons Pizzeria. Matt, we appreciate it as always. See you, boys. Thanks, Matt. That's our week. See ya.